My name is Harry Leslie Smith, and I am almost 100 years old. My memories and my voice are my last weapon against the political tides that want to return Britain and the world to the darkness of my youth. When the ordinary worker grubbed for existence, while the 1% of that day lived off the fat of our labor like princes during the days of slavery. So, welcome to my last act of defiance against those who wish to rob you of your birthright, the welfare state. This podcast is my last stand, but I want you to join me in this fight for a just society, where civilization is for all. It's why I am speaking to you and revealing the hard days of my youth, the triumphs of my middle age, as well as the last gasps of my final season on this earth. As this is my first episode, let's take the time to get to know each other. Think of this as if it were a conversation in the snug of a pub on a wet winter's day. We are just two strangers who have missed our train, but don't feel like waiting alone, but rather share our thoughts to keep us company on this miserable afternoon. We don't know each other, but in a short time, over the din of a railway pub, we will. Our mobile phones are dead, no newspapers about, and the television is off. We have no distractions in this chinwag, and as we are strangers, we can speak the truth. So take a seat, and I'll stand this round, and you the next. But get one thing clear, that while we talk, remember, you are not speaking with an economist, a financial guru, a journalist, or an historian. I am just your history. I am an ordinary man who was born in extraordinary times. So my knowledge comes from experiences, from all the people I've met along the way. I've held the short end of the stick more than once, but I can't see how else it could have been for me. Five years after the Great War, I came into this world in a slum on the outskirts of Barnsley, to a working-class family. Nothing like that slum exists today, thanks to the foresight of Labour governments after World War II. But that doesn't mean those rank warrants of my youth can't come back in the 21st century to crush the souls of a new generation In fact, everything indicates that we are returning, cut by Tory cut, to my boyhood. Now, in the winter of my days, I often find myself thinking about that slum and the few chances we, its residents, had for a good life. In my dreams, I see my dad, my mum, and my two elder sisters, all thin tired and sickly. I dwell upon those images from that slum, not in anger, 
for I'm not an angry man. No, I linger there because we live in desperate times and circumstances are dire for many. Ah, you are right. The economy is rigged. It's a stitch-up. It's fixed to benefit only the top 20%. It's my dread that this corrupt economy guarantees that those born into poverty in 2017 will never be granted the right to rise above their misery and lead a productive and happy life. I am certain of one thing. The way the NHS is being driven into privatization guarantees that our healthcare system will return to the dog-eat-dog world of my boyhood. There will only be healthcare for those that can afford it, and for the rest of us, drippings. When there are men like Donald Trump and women like Theresa May running governments, there will be nothing left for those who just want a fair day's wage for a fair day's work. But who really knows what the future holds for any of us? Because when I first made my first cries into the world, Hitler was just getting his feet wet in the politics of hate. Certainly nobody in my neck of the woods. I'd heard of Hitler when I was born in Barnsley in 1923. We didn't have the means or the time to consume news like we do now. You see, my father was a miner like his dad, and so on into the darkness of time like a Yorkshire book of Genesis. It's why when someone asks me today how I became political, I tell them my political education began in that slum of my youth. From my mother's tired and malnourished breast, I fed and grew in a community where the people slaved for their crust of bread. The slum where I was reared, like an animal in an abusive farmer's paddock, wasn't unique. All across Britain in the 1920s, 1930s and 40s, slums grew like gangrene on an infected wound. Now, some may think that type of poverty and hunger doesn't exist anymore. In fact, those that generally say it have their face buried into a daily mail or telegraph. They will say poverty has been eradicated by the trickle-down economic theory, where tax savings by the rich flow down to the poor like a river from the mountains to the ocean. What a bunch of rubbish. We are in our seventh year of austerity, and the only things that have trickled down to the ordinary citizens are flat wages, a housing crisis, insecure employment, an education crisis, and fear for our futures. Look around at every high street in the country. They are chock-a-block with the homeless, crumbled up against piss-stained walls, wrapped in thin but filthy sleeping blankets, and we should all be ashamed. We should be judged and condemned by their destitution. Each God bless for the pennies dropped into a styrofoam cup. 
is an indictment against Britain, against the Tories and against anyone who does not believe they are their brother's keeper. Solutions? Of course there are solutions to homelessness, and it all starts by registering to vote. But I will leave you here for now with our drinks half full, the rain streaking against the pub's window pane, and still no sign of the train to take us home, to the warmth of a fire burning in the hearth, a good roast, and the love of our families. Until next time, ta-ra.